And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to find me tomorrow morning <laughs> when these guys come in. And it's December. It's a little cool in the place. Sure. They're going to find me frozen two stories up on this lift. You are listening to The Resolute Podcast, a podcast designed for American church leadership and a ministry of decision mentoring. Today's episode 26, Christmas Stories. Here's your hosts, Chet and Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Chet. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. Have you met my stepladder? I never really knew my real ladder. That's just a bizarre one. Actually, the whole music thing completely threw me off because Brandon, producer Brandon, told us it was going to be Christmas theme, and I'm sitting there doing my best to come up with some kind of Christmas song mm-hmm. in my head. Did you recognize that at all? Not at all. I, no, no, it did. No. It did feel very seasonal. And it could represent just a total festivus for the rest of us. Festivus for the rest? It just seemed a little on the silly side to me. It's just okay. kind of royalty-free Christmas jazz. I, you know? I am a firm believer in, I want all my music to be royalty. Royalty music, yes. okay? Royal music is what I'm... Well, when you get sponsors more. to pay for royal music... <laughs> And I'll get some royalty music. How's that? So so there's our first ad right there. Okay. If you'd like to sponsor the Resolute Podcast, bring it on. That's right. Bring it on. We'll we'll have music fit for a king if you do that. Exactly. Hey, it's story time and it's Christmas story time. Oh my. Which is even better. Okay. It's that time of year. The most wonderful time of the year. Yes. That's what they say. Do you have all your Christmas shopping done? No. No? No. Have you started? I have, Christmas? I have started. Started. I started, okay. yeah. How, many, yeah. how much more you got to do? I don't know. My, yeah. You know, my wife is very much the shopper, so yeah. that, that helps. Yeah. But I do yeah. I do need to get a couple things, probably. Yeah. I've got all everything for the kids because Marshall just does all of that. Okay, so usually nice. I'm sitting yeah. there on Christmas morning saying, what what wow. did I get you? Yes. You know, I mean, what, what did we do? So it's The big surprise. Yeah, yeah. What was the uh, greatest uh, gift that you ever got. And don't don't wax spiritual or romantic <laughs> on me, okay? I'm not even going there. I'm talking about good old American merchandise here, okay? What was the best gift that you ever ever got? And this is this is like total. We're just like totally surprising you here, okay? Yeah, yeah. Putting you on the spot. Well, you know, I I don't know what it was called, but when I was a kid, it was a big deal. I got this aircraft carrier yeah. And I'm holding my hands out right now and I'm yeah. thinking three foot. Yeah, that's pretty but big. You, but you remember different when you're older. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's probably only like this. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. but it had these little planes on it and somehow it was like a, uh, you would put them in the groove and pull them back and they were they were like styrofoam kind of planes yeah. or, or something. And you let them, and they go flying and you let them go. I, yeah. must, I must have been eight. I don't know. I think I kind of remember, remember that. That was yeah. pretty cool. It was a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, uh, top Rod. That was the name of it. Tot Rod. Okay. It was a little metal car. It wasn't like, you know, like these ones that you see now on on eBay or at some auction or whatever that goes Mm -hmm. for hundreds and hundreds of dollars now. You know, this was actually, it looked kind of like a go-kart frame. It was just a frame, Mm -hmm. okay, and a seat and then the steering wheel and then four solid rubber tires. And you sat there and, and pedaled this thing, okay? 
by far the best gift I ever got. And this is honest truth. My my dad replaced the wheels on it because I wore out a set of solid rubber tires. Wow. On that top yeah, rod. Yeah, you like that thing. We had that for a long time, man, up and down the driveway, you know. Yeah. 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 That was good stuff. We're, we're going to make our wives feel good if they listen to this because we... <laughs> Why? <laughs> out of all the things they... they well, that's, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know. I, I do think that uh, when you're a kid, you know, Christmas is... Oh. Kids love it. And the, the things that you, you know, you oh, get yeah. and the things like that. Yeah. What, what a, what a, you know, surprising kind of Can thing. Can you, do you remember what you got last year? What I got for Christmas? Yeah. That's a good question. Uh, Answer's no. <laughs> right, right. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't, you know, I think yeah. I got, I, I may have got socks. Yeah. And, and <laughs> anymore, I used to think, oh my gosh, my grandma Barry used to give. All of all of the kids and her grandkids, she'd give us socks and underwear. And yeah. I just remember as a kid just hating going to her house. <laughs> just going, what is the point? And she'd give us a five dollar bill too. Okay. Yeah. And just so five bucks you could spend, you know. But, yeah. but yeah. still five bucks even back then wasn't like <laughs> just we weren't like breaking the bank. Right, you weren't gonna spend yeah. big. Yeah, and I'm just like, Oh, okay. So but now, you know, like socks and underwear, I can actually use those. Right. Yeah. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's our that's our broadcast for today. We, we're just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a Merry Christmas and get plenty of socks and underwear. Tell me a story, man. Tell me a Christmas story. You were shared the highlights of the one you're gonna share, and I'm like, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta tell that. That's that's yeah. too, that is too good. Yeah, and just and just we'll preface this story in this way that when you're leading in a church and right. you're dealing with people. All right. Funny stuff that you could never ever make up happens. That's right. You know, and right. uh, you know if they're questioning whether or not it's real, you're just like, listen, I'm not that creative to right. make this no, up. There's you know? no way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this has been wow. I want to say 18 years ago, yeah. maybe maybe more. Um, Christmas season was upon us, and and uh, there was a particular lady in the church who had. Um, I think I think I did something to offend her, you know. I, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I, at, 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 after I tell you the story, I, I definitely must have offended her. But um, and I won't get into all that. But here's the deal: we had a guy who who played Santa at the mall yeah. and had a white beard, real beard. I mean, I'm telling you, he looked like the real. Was he kind of heavy set? Heavy set, jolly, you know? heavy set, and his suit was just like. Looked like it was legit, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. all, you know, head yeah. to toe. So he was serious about it. Serious, yeah, yeah. 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 And so uh, every year we'd have like a Christmas banquet kind of thing. The whole church would come, and kids, and big dinner, and yeah. and then he would come, and the kids would get a candy cane, and it was just a nice, nice little addition. And yeah. and whether people believed in him or not, he was there. <laughs> so so one year we didn't have that Christmas banquet. You know, we're well, for whatever reason we're changing things and. And he came to me and said, hey, is it all right on the Sunday before Christmas if I just come and at the end some kids can get pictures with me and stuff? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. So on that Sunday, I said, hey, we got a special guest. As, as I'm closing the service, we got a special guest with us. Yeah, if you want to bring your kids by and, and visit with him, you can do that and all those things. And so so he comes in and uh, and it's a pretty small place. And he sets yeah. he sets up on the, the step at the where the, the kind of the altar areas at the end of the stage there on the platform, he sits there and kids are getting their pictures with him and he's giving candy canes and it's a good time and it's Christmas and all that. Well, Christmas happens and I don't know, it's probably 
three or four weeks, uh, this lady that uh, I told you I think I may have offended. Right. Well, I didn't see her coming, so and we're small enough that you know I thought, well, I'll probably check on her, and I called, and, and I and this is the phone call that you never forget. So I called right. and I said, I had a few of those. Yeah. yeah, and her name was Stella, and I said, hey Stella. I said, how you doing? I'm doing okay. And I said, well, I haven't seen you in a while. She said, she said, yes, I, I can't come back to your church anymore. That's what she said. I said, oh, why, why not? And she said, well, um, to be, you'd, have to, you'd have to tear out the altar and rebuild it or build a new church because after you let Santa Claus sit on the altar, I feel like it was desecrated and ah, I cannot return. Okay. Okay. So she said, yeah. Okay. And so in the moment, you know, sometimes people say stuff to you and you have a little time to process it and come up with a really good response and say something that that'll be, you know, it's it's our it's our role as pastors that we hear something strange or something and we we have to like respond in a loving, gracious way. And, right. But I didn't have time to do all that and my mouth opened. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt more like a Peter than I did, you know, somebody that would have wisdom and and I said, Stella, I said, that wasn't really Santa Claus. That was Mike. That really wasn't him. That was just Mike. He's the one that sat on there. <laughs> like this was actually revelation to her, okay? <laughs> but you're at least making your point. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I just yeah. let her know that, hey, this really wasn't him. And, uh, well, it still wasn't good enough for her, I think, because the, oh, suit, the suit did it in. And, uh, uh and so, and then she asked, she asked me back for some things that she'd given. So I, I know that was part of the, part of the thing, but yeah, it was a, it was a funny uh, time. Now here's, here's the clincher. Okay. I don't know. It's a month later or something. And we're looking, no, it's a year later. We're getting ready for Christmas again. And we have all these photos of the season. Yeah. And so we're going through them, trying to get this montage of pictures to, to display. And in one of those pictures, is Stella, and she's sitting on Santa Claus's lap. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no, she's sitting on Mike's lap. Okay, it yeah, was yeah, Mike's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay, I don't know yeah. what Mike's wife thought about it. But I'm yeah, just there you go. Yeah. So what do you got, man? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's hilarious, but so stinking strange. Mine is kind of uh, a Christmas story uh, along the lines of Die Hard. Okay. <laughs> Which we were just talking about that. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And, yes. And Brandon is very opinionated about this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. He is the essence of adaptability, okay? Uh, and and a support like nobody else until it comes to Die Hard being a Christmas movie. And then he becomes very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Well... This is a Christmas story because it happened about at Christmas time, all right? Um, uh, but it didn't really have a whole lot to do with Christmas itself. We were, I was pastoring a church down here in Greenwood, and we had bought this racquetball building. And we were in the process of, of gutting this building, and we're going to remodel this former racquetball building uh, into the church, okay, into a, an auditorium, that kind of thing. And uh, uh, I was reminded of this because Brandon was just on a scissor lift yesterday. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm 
deathly terrified of heights. <laughs> yeah. So, which he, was like ironic because I'm six six. Yeah, but yeah. and he was up there shaking. Was, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> not yeah, hold, holding on both sides. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I know. I've been so since this time. Okay, since this this story, I've been on many a lift, more than I ever want to be. Right, and so we're. I'm. It's about eleven o'clock at night, and it's on a Sunday night. And I decide, uh, I'm going to go over to the building. There's nobody around, obviously. And uh, I'm just going to go over, and I'm going to walk, and I'm going to pray. And uh, very spiritual. If you're impressed by that, this was a highly spiritual moment. Okay, yeah. So uh, I drive over to the building, and, and I go inside, and and uh, uh, I'm looking around and stuff. And you have to understand, they had built a second floor inside this building that we were actually taking out. So, I mean, there's just stuff everywhere. And... Uh, in order to create this auditorium space. Mm-hmm. And there's this lift sitting there. There's this scissor lift sitting there. I had never, ever been on a lift. It was before. inviting, wasn't it? It was. It was like, <laughs> and I'm looking around, I'm thinking, well, there's nobody around, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is, and it would be kind of fun to go up two stories, you know, in mm-hmm. this thing and just kind of look around. And get. It's all about perspective, you sure. know? And so I go over and I get on this lift. And uh, it's just covered in drywall mud because they were, that's the stage that they were at. They were putting all the drywall up in the sanctuary and, and there was drywall mud all over this thing, you know. And so I, I figure out where the, where the up button is and I go up to the top and I'm just kind of up there looking around and I might have, might have said a prayer or might have sang a song. I have no idea. I'm just up there by myself at 11 o'clock at night in this building I'm just up. So I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of fun. So uh, uh, time to go. And so I hit the button to go down and nothing happens. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And so I'm like, I'm hit. I hit it again a couple more times and nothing happens. Right. This is back uh uh, probably before cell phones. I'm, I may have had a cell phone, but I didn't have one on me. And right, you wouldn't at the same the time, time. Mm-hmm. I'm, what, what's my wife going to do? If she is she going to drive over at midnight to the church to find me up two stories up high on this lift? What, what's she going to do for me? Right. You know, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to find me tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> when these guys come in. And it's December. It's a little cool in the place. Sure. They're going to find me frozen two stories up on this lift. And uh, I was like, Lord, that, I did pray then. That's when, I, that's when the prayers got serious. You know, right. Lord, you got to get me off this lift. Lord, you got to figure this thing out. And, you know, it all, it all ended up working out after about 15 minutes. I figured out exactly what's wrong. You got to do, was your lift like this year today? You have to have two, two, Two buttons to go yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, there's like a safety trigger yeah. that you yeah. push before yeah. anything can happen. Because you don't want to accidentally bump the forward button or the back button. Like, well, you're 20 feet up. You don't want to accidentally move the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I, so you got to hit like the safety trigger and then hit the second button. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me tell let me end, end the story on this, okay? You don't want to do that, but I have done that, okay? I have been up high. Uh, and that's when this was later on when I've been on the lift several times now mm-hmm. we're doing different things, taking stuff off the ceiling and everything. And so I decided I was going to, you know, it's a pain to take the thing all the way down. It goes kind of slow all the way down to move the lift, to go back all the way up and stuff. And I'm like, well, maybe I can just, 
I can just move this about five feet, you know, a little bit. And that all worked well. That all worked fine, okay? Until I was up there and I'm moving this lift and I put one of the front tires into a groove in the floor, which was about an inch and a half deep. There, that's where the original walls were. They had uh-huh. made these walls and then stuck them down in the concrete, you know, and make a little bit of a groove mm-hmm. in the concrete. I put a tire in that, and that that inch and a half down there translated to about two feet up oh top. And I am telling you what, my heart was <laughs> in my throat. And I was like, Lord, if I, if I happen to hit the wrong button and go up further or whatever, I can take this thing right on over and so yeah, uh, yeah. wow christmas miracle you christmas got, got miracle down. i got down <laughs> off the thing and lived to tell the story you know wow so nah, that's crazy anyway dude i hope you have a great christmas yeah you as well and all of our audience hope they have a great christmas yeah yeah merry christmas to everybody and uh, we've only got one more broadcast to kind of finish out this year and uh then we're going to talk about your sabbatical. You're getting ready to take off, do some stuff. Yeah. It's going to be good, man. Yeah. Looking so. forward to it. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. So like what you heard, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. If you want to know more about joining a cohort, or want to check out the show notes, go to decisionmentoring.com. Thanks. See you next week. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>